Hello, Claremont. Welcome to yet another episode of Claremont Speaks. For this episode, I have hit a double. I've been after these folks as a group for like two years, and I finally got them to the table. So I think I've really accomplished something today. I have Julie Martin and Raul Rodriguez from the Kiwanis. They are Kiwanians, Kiwaniers, Kiwani... Kiwanians. Kiwanians from the Claremont <laughs> Kiwanis group. And I think Raul is actually, and I've told him so, the face of the Kiwanis. Wow. <laughs> he is. I mean this in every complimentary way possible. I go to a pancake breakfast, and if I wonder if I'm in the right place, I look for him. I see him. I know I'm in the right place. I go on the beer walk. I go to check in. There he is. I know I'm in the right place. It's the, seriously, I walk into a deserted Chevy dealership. Oh, uh, my God. On a lonely strip of Indian Hill a couple nights before Christmas mm-hmm. on the hunt for some seized candy. And there's, there's Raul. Raul. I know I'm in the right place. So I think that if you had to think of the Kiwanis and you didn't think of Raul, then you aren't thinking properly. Raul. Welcome to Claremont Speaks. You are now part of the Claremont Speaks family. Thank you very much, Russ. And let me tell you, this is something that we've been looking forward to. We've been scared out of our minds, but I'm not that scary. Mm, seal this equipment. No, no, you're not. Actually, you're not. I don't, no. bite, I don't bite that much or that hard. And you can check with the former guests. There's been no like lasting injuries or no, anything. Okay. No one you has know. died. No one has died. No scars. Not much mental damage or anything. They're emotionally distraught for life. When I interviewed Remy up at Tri-City, okay. I figured well, if there was a problem, she's right there with all the people to fix it. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with trauma. That's right. <laughs> My other guest that I am absolutely honored to have is Julie Martin. Hi. Hi. And Julie is the behind the scenes gal, she says. I'm going to say the puppet master. She pulls the strings and gets things done, but isn't necessarily who you see flipping burgers and taking tickets. During the summertime, I work like 10 hour days. And so I don't have it in me to go flip some burgers, but I do other things like Route 66 and other. Which we're going to talk about. Yes. That's the the ultimate purpose of today's podcast. So I'd like to do this first. Raul, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got to this point. In other words, what was the flash of light, the aha moment that said, I need to join the Kiwanis. Okay. Well. I've been with Claremont Kiwanis now for, this is my seventh year. Probation period's just about up. Just about <laughs> up. They're, they're, they need to make a decision whether they're uh, going to keep me or not. There's right. a meeting. There's a meeting about Yeah, yeah and right. a memo. And, and a, a meeting memo. about the yeah. memo That's and a memo right. about the meeting. And, so yeah, I'm looking yeah. for someone to leak the information. Yeah, okay. Well, we're going to do that today. Okay. But my relationship, actually, with Kiwanis started back in 1960. In high school, James A. Garfield, East Los Angeles, I was a member of the Key Club. And the Key Club is a high school group that's sponsored by the Kiwanis. And at this point, we actually have two Key Club programs, one at Claremont High School and one at San Antonio. So from Los Angeles, the Key Club, like they said on Saturday Night Live, it's a club, not a game. Yeah. It's what? A, yeah. East yeah. Los Angeles. You I know, was going to say. Uh, but but it's, a, it's really a club. So what, is is it, what does the Key Club, what was their mission oh, in life? Uh, Key Club basically is you're learning how to do public service. Well, good. It's a volunteer group that 
works on different projects for the betterment of the community. Mm -hmm. And that's always been something that I felt strongly about. So when I retired... Apparently, look at you. Yeah, yeah, what can I Mm. say? When I retired from Mount Sac in 2008, getting back involved with doing something for the community was something that was important for me. And the Kiwanis was the avenue that I chose to express. Sure, Claremont is all the better for it. Keeps me off the street. That's the... Removing the negative, but because I uh, just by looking at you, you look like one of these marauder types that we've got enough of. <laughs> by being part of the Kiwanis, I can absolutely just like I did at the beginning point to some of the things you're doing, and I can just say that Claremont is absolutely the better for it. I 100% agree. So, in, in to paraphrase, thank you for your service, and that's great. So, you joined the Kiwanis, and what has it meant to you since joining? You know, as I said, part of me really enjoys doing things that provide support for the community. The community is something that's very important to me. And let me tell you, with Claremont, it took a while to feel a part of the community. Really? Yeah. But at this point, being able to be involved and having some direct impact on the lives of the people of Claremont is something that I thoroughly enjoy. That that feeds me. That feeds my soul. That, that's really what I was after. In other words, what is it that got you in and then what keeps yeah, you humming? What's the gasoline that goes on the fire to keep you doing that's this? That's it. Between Meals on Wheels, which I was also involved with, and the Kiwanis, uh, both kept me very busy and both kept me very much involved to the point where I was able to identify personally with the various activities that that I was involved with. So what gives you, and I'm not to put words in your mouth, but what gives you some sort of, let's say, soup for your soul is that you can see the results of what you do and measure that it's, look, I did that, I made that better. Right. You know, I, I'm not the type of person who just likes to think about creating change. I have to be involved in that change process. You that, that couldn't be more to my liking. As I told you before the show, soon I'm going to be interviewing Wendy Romalo right. from a group called Mothers Demand Action. I told her the first thing when I talked to her is, I like any group that says demand action rather than be academic and come up with great opinions. Let's think about this. Right. Or sit in 500 meetings about it. Yeah. I have to mention that Wendy is also a Kiwanian. Oh, very good. It sounds like uh, I'm getting my tentacles into some good groups. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Julie, same questions, if you don't mind. Like I said, what got you started? What got you here? What keeps you here? I have to say, I'm not originally from here. My first 30 years, born and raised in Santa Barbara County. I just keep moving out east and uh, went from Santa Barbara to... Ventura, Pasadena, South Pass, and now Fontana. But I so pretty soon you're going to be if you stick with Ru- you're just following Route 66 the other way. I, so yeah. pretty soon you're going to be in Chicago. Going, oh my gosh, what happened? Yeah, my grandfather was a Rotarian, and mm-hmm. I became a Quanian after he had passed. And I think that I could only have done that because he would have been like, "What are you doing? Do um, something of use, right?" And so I come from a family of service. My mother also does Meals on Wheels. She's on the board in Morro Bay. My parents are gypsies now that they're older. They go between living in Hawaii and the Central Coast. 
and they're all over. Yeah. Gypsies <laughs> in a horse-drawn wagon I pictured, that's doing what I pictured. tambourine dances for money my dad is would not do the that. same He's, as let's flip yeah, back and forth yeah, from Hawaii yeah. to Santa Barbara. Yeah, we've, my family's always given back. My family's been very active in the community. My dad was head of PTA. My dad was head of the children's. So this is work. a role model yeah. from birth, maybe Kinda. prenatally. And, and, I don't and know. grandparents. And that was just, that's how we were raised to do that. Good for you. And, yeah. And I didn't have Key Club. I didn't have that experience. Really? And you're from East LA and my babysitter was in a gang, but <laughs> <laughs> she was long story short, but I came, I was the associate director for Ability First in Pasadena and then rent was getting high in South Pass. So I bought a house out here in Fontana and then an opening at the Claremont Center here for Ability First opened up and it was a perfect fit. I've been so happy. I've been there for the last 13 years. I love my job. It's teaching people to be an advocate. It's giving kids a voice. I love teaching them to talk and get the families to have so much advocacy. Kwanis was serving one child at a time. Well, I've been doing that since I was like 14. Nice. So it just all fit for me. And Raul, I feel like jumped in with two feet because he's that kind of guy. Like, And I slowly entered into Kiwanis and I was like, well, this is lovely. And my predecessor, the director of the community center I run, she was a Kiwanian. And so I was like, okay, you got to be one too. And I was like, oh, okay. Do I? Oh, right, right. Here, sign me up. And the thing was, like when I went, the people are amazing. They are. When I tell my husband I'm going to work, I said, I'm going home. So I call Claremont my home. I have two homes. I spend all my waking hours here. And it just really fit. And I was like on the outskirts because, you know, I don't know anyone. And I really recommend if you're new to a town and you want to be active in the town and get to know the town. Jump into the Kiwanis. Yes. We've done everything or I've done a little bit of paint the house for Crossroads and San Jose for the women that are incarcerated. And then they're out. I mean, painting Crossroads living room and the guys in the club singing doo-wop or painting the <laughs> closet at Memorial Park where we are now. I, I painted that clock with the closet with Andre and Big Ed Lavelle. And it was like... Big Ed? We, that's what we call oh, okay. them. And Speaking of gang names. Yeah, hey, yeah I throw yeah. them out often. It's, I think that we were talking about our Kiwanis aha moment and that leadership thing we did last week. And it was like, this is me. I love this. It's wonderful. And I love giving back. And I think there's something we get more out of it than what we do. That's, that's, a, whole- that's what I was going to say. In other words, something that keeps you here is that you feel like you get more out of it than you put in. Go into that well, you know. How many things in life are like that? Usually you think of work as a break even at best. (laughs) My work, I have to say, my work is, I love it. And Well, you're with the ability first. So it's the same thing. Right. So good for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's how I ended up here. It's funny, I was a special ed teacher before I got here. And I had this aha moment. Wow, I'm working 80 hours a week. And this is crazy. Is this what I really want? And then I decided to kind of change directions. And I was going to actually move to Hawaii. And I went on a blind date. And then I ended up in Pasadena. <laughs> wow. In the trunk of a car? Or, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Lee wants me to tell my story of how I met my husband, and it's almost like a soap opera. And so it's slightly, no, no, no way. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're all friends here. You're, 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 you're part of the Claremont Speaks family. And, and I'm going to tell you that probably everybody that's going to be listening to this is going to know you anyway already. Oh my goodness. Because you guys know everybody. I know who I know. Okay. I talked her into it. I know. So (laughs) I I leave Santa Barbara and I moved to Ventura and I was like, I had this calling to go work. I love 
my I love working with children with autism. That's my thing. Oh, and very good. so one of the ladies I worked with when we I was teaching, she's you gotta go to there's like ice babies you would be great with, the children with autism. So I said, okay, let's do it. At the time I had a corgi. And you have to go into quarantine for a year. So waited a year. So I took a part-time job, met this girl in this group. First of all, church, preschool ladies are the wildest ladies you'll ever meet. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a whole nother story. But so there was this group that we would go out (laughs) and we, long story short, the one of the ladies I was working with started having an affair with this gentleman that was friends with my husband now. Mm. And so we were set up against my will. So you got set up by an adulterer. Yeah, and, and she was a church lady. That this happens. is what I'm. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to say. We, it was in camera. No names. No nothing. And she would use me as an escape. Go, oh, Julie can't drive home tonight. We're just going to stay here. I was nowhere next to her. Or what Don't call you. me. Yeah. I went but, to the wrong church. Uh, Actually, I'll say the name of the. No. It was. I loved the the preacher. He was great. He was a big Dodger fan, and we would talk <laughs> Dodgers. But anyways, so long story short, these two get to start dating, and then my girlfriend's going to move to Minnesota because she's now leaving her husband. And so there was going to be this big group going to Las Vegas, and we're going to have a last to da. And I was set up with this guy, and and long story short, I think. What, 15, 16 years now where we've been together. So Good for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it wasn't just you went on a blind date and you woke up in Pasadena when the drugs it were was, off. No. <laughs> no. We, it was a blind date literally to, in Vegas with a group of people. Oh. And it was, yeah. Started off where else. Yeah. Right. Where, yeah. Started off Which, where the debauchery right. and alcohol flow and my, freely. And my parents are like, really, Julie? I could see my father. <clears throat> So, okay. yeah. But anyways, but see, sometimes you make that one decision and changes your whole entire life. You and, never know ahead yeah. of time. If 10 minutes ahead of going on that date, you knew what you know now, you'd still go on the date. I definitely would have. There you yeah. go, right? Yeah. <laughs> At first I was like, and the funny thing is, I didn't like him. I thought he was a horse's bottom. And he made the comment of, oh, you're from the country. And I was like, I'm not from the country. Yes, there were horses and cows across the street, but it, we lived in a housing track. And so that was like, this is like a big thing. Like he'll say, well, you're from the country. And I was, then you're just. Um, it's not like you're from open range right, where there's right. four people in town and <laughs> you got to look out for the prairie dog. Right. Um, and yeah, so yeah, I actually grew up across from, if you're aware of UCSB, on the, yeah, I grew up across the freeway there. That, to me, that's not country, but. No, that's almost paradise. That's why all um, the homeless people go there. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, yes, they do. Yeah. So that's how I ended up here. And I truly love Kiwanis. And like, how can you not? You have Raul and we have That's the attraction, people. I think, to most people right there. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Kiwanis, I don't know. But Raul's part of it? Okay, yeah, oh, then go. sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. And I mean that in every in, in the truth, because it's the people that you work with that get you there. The organization That's by right. itself might just be like, yeah, okay, but if the people are really spectacular, then mm-hmm. that's why you join and stay. Right. Julie made a comment earlier in terms of it being family, and it really is family. It becomes that way. It really does. It does. You know, I look forward to going to our meetings every Thursday. Where else can you go to get insulted, to be ridiculed? Right. And uh, have some lunch. And have a and have great the best lunch. lunch. Right. It's my best lunch all week. You're going to have to come and try the lunch. I know. We've talked to you. I, the trouble is I have actually a paying job. Right. Um, I do too. And uh, you're super flexible. I already told well, you this. Well, but mine isn't so much. So oh. I'm probably just going to bite the bullet and take a day off. Yeah. You but, should be a speaker, I think. Okay. But, That'd be you cool. know, with all those things... We still get down to business. That's we right. still oh, get it totally, down. totally. Yeah. I'm like insulted. Like Daryl, I always come in late. 
And then he'll say, you're late, no name tag. Wow, no. So it's, uh, it's, There's bigger things in life, too. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I'm normally running around like a crazy person. And then I truly enjoy going to Guan's one. I get to take a breather and uh, and be with grownups, which right. I are not really grown up for the most part. The razzing and the joking and the... T- They're not grown up beyond their means, right? But what's really cool is that the club itself is intergenerational. Typically, people have a stereotype of service clubs. Mm-hmm. That it's a bunch of old white guys sitting around. And that's the furthest thing that from the truth. That we're not that. No. I mean, that's, uh, we're, as far as gender, we're, it's 50-50. I think now women now outnumber men. We do. But it's diverse, both in terms of age, ethnicity. But the one thing in common is that we want to do something to better Claremont. And that, and with a common mission like that, all the other things like female, male, this color, that color, blah, 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 just disappear. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It just blends. It's, and it, we, no, it just, we're all one family. And I think when I started... 13, 14 years ago, I was probably one of the youngest ones. Mm-hmm. And I was called, I did, one gentleman would call me, hey, kid. And then after a while, I wasn't kid anymore. And there were more people joined us. Yeah, that's it's the really whole reason nice. to get younger yeah. folks yeah. in is to call me kid. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now I'm <laughs> like, please call me kid. Please call me kid. I want to be yeah, called right. kid. Yeah. yeah. You get, you're at the age maybe where you're not so insulted when somebody asks for your ID when you buy some beer. I celebrate right. that. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Oh, you're so nice. Then you wonder if the clerk's actually hitting on you because it's, oh, yeah. Are you sure you're 21? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Some ID yeah. Here. That, that rarely happens anymore. I yeah, I know. It. It's me either. Yeah. Yeah. But no, Raul's right. Like, we have a really good group of people, and I think people come and have one lunch with us and want that connecting again. And I think even that's, we've had that, even... That's the starter hit of crack that gets them to be addicted. Well, and I think because we all have been shut away in our homes and things are starting to open up. Right. And um, I think we had even more people looking for a way to help, want to help the community, want to be active and want to connect with other people. <laughs> Maybe and, they're just looking for some friends and nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Hey, nothing we'll wrong take you. We'll take right. you because we everybody dudes, has their own you know? special talent. And I think we use all of those talents right. very well. Let's do this. Let's use that as a segue to talk about what are all the things or some of the key things that the Kiwanis do in the community. Now, Everybody, I think, knows some of the biggies. We have the pancake breakfast there, what, for the 4th of July and at Easter time. Easter one's my favorite. Yeah, that's pretty well attended, and I think people know about that. And then you're flipping burgers, right? That's That's the 4th of July. 4th of July. This year they had no fireworks, but they had the Ravelers. They had the Ravelers, and we were there with the barbecue pits going. And and everybody I talked to, I walked all over the park like a hobo with a headset (laughs) and trying to get people to talk to me. And if you listen to the episodes, and please, I hope you do, everybody that I just picked on and said, hey, you want to talk for a minute? And the questions I asked them was like, how do you like this? What do you think? Nothing but compliments. So everybody's part in making that a success, not only went well, but all the folks really appreciated that somebody, and I don't know that they know who anybody is. They just know, oh, look at this, it happened. And that's what I was really trying to get at here is like, what are the things that you think people do know? And what are the things you think people don't know? Kiwanis does. Talking about the 4th of July, that really kicks off our summer concert series. Okay. So at this point... Now, that's the concerts here in the park. Here in the Monday park, night Every Monday night. So okay. we start with July 4th, and we have concerts the month of July and the month of August. Right. 
So every Monday night, you could find us here with some fantastic music, as well as some incredible food. And the food itself, the concession stand that we run for that, the proceeds for that go to pay for the bands. That The bands aren't free. No, they're not free. So we have a partnership with the city that we split the cost. Uh-huh. There you go. So it's the city kicks in out of a, out of the general fund. And That's right. You guys make up the well. difference, That's and it. away we go. Yeah. So the summer concerts, of, and that leads us into the fall and Christmas season with C's Candy. You mentioned Indian Hill. And yeah, that I show up to a Chevy dealer, and <laughs> that's been, and some would say it's probably a higher purpose now if it's being used by the Qantas to oh, wow. Candy. <laughs> well, Because apparently he wasn't doing that great selling Chevys. Richard Hibbard, and I have to take my hats off to him because... Uh, the dealership did close down quite a few years ago, but when we approached him about using the dealership for C's, he said, sure, no problem. You could have it. I'm not going to charge you rent. I'm not going to charge you. Yeah, you know, Everything is, is taken care of. Just come on in and use the facility. Yeah, I've talked to Richard a couple times about other matters, and he does seem to be just a great guy. And oh, it's, he is. And, Super and, nice person. And, and the fact that the Chevy dealer didn't make it in a way I think is more a testament to corporate short-sightedness right? rather than anything he might have done or not done. Right. Just to be fair. And in between that, Summer Concerts and Seas Candy is our Route 66 party, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which is coming up September 23rd. Yes. Which is what we're going to talk about next. But everything, the concerts, Seas Candy, the pancake breakfast of Route 66, the proceeds from each of those goes to build the our foundation account, which supports various community groups and activities. And that's what I wanted to hear about. In other words, you do the activities yeah. for the income, and are there ones that you do that people take for granted that don't know that it's the Kiwanis behind it? No, we, when it comes to that, we do promote pretty we well. Promote, we let people know we're the Kiwanis. We're proud of it. We should be, but I think they're... Some people in Claremont that just see things happening, and I'm guaranteeing you they have no idea, first of all, how much work goes into it to make it happen, and second, who or why it's being done. They just kind of show up, and it's cool, and have a good time, and they go home, and I really, that's what you want. But it, they right. just don't get it that it's, is it the Rotary Club? Is it the Village Marketing Group? Is it the Morning Rotary? The Afternoon Rotary? Right. The, is it the Kiwanis? Is right. it who? They don't know. And sometimes don't care. And I just thought maybe as a way of making sure you get the recognition due, that you could tell people today what some of the things maybe that happen that they don't really know. Right. I think they know us because I think we have some pretty awesome people in our club who sing praises and people know friends of Kiwanians and come and enjoy our events. But like Route 66, that's something that we work on year round. Like I'm. That's um, your big prom. It, yes. it is. And honestly, like when it's over, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have children, but I feel like if you're okay, we're doing this. We're going to have, this is like having it oh, responsible so for something. You get a little bit of postpartum depression like, when it's over. No, I'm yay. <laughs> what the hell did we do? But oh, no, okay. I think at the end of the night when we're cleaning up and then there's normally an after party and you guys are animals, man. Oh, after yeah. a party, they have another party. All right. And, are and you I kidding? have to say, for I've been helping with Route 66 for quite some time and it was known as the beach party. We had talked about that and I had a problem with it was like saying goodbye like to 
kicking off. Summer. Yeah, saying goodbye to summer. And they were throwing a beach party. And when I started getting involved, I'm like, why is it a beach party? We're not at the beach. This is crazy to me. And so I'm like, we're on Route 66. Let's call it right. that. And it keeps morphing into greater things. But Penny Myrtle was a Kwanian. And Penny Myrtle is, everybody knows her. She's amazing. She moved away. I miss her incredibly. But she used to, the way I started working with her, and I, we were pulling her into Kiwanis was she was helping with our events at Ability First. She can go back and her binders and historically sandwich money we made at our events. Oh. And she would do the silent auction. She would do all the, she was amazing. And so I learned from her and then we became her and I and Pat Lee, we were like the three core people. And then I brought in Kathy Grau because, hello, we need someone to do graphics. And she's right. amazing. Pat Lee and Penny and I, we would meet year round <laughs> at Penny's house. Cocktails. The alcohol's involved. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. But you know what? It was therapeutic and we did so much work. That's what I would call it. Yeah. It was, yeah. You got it another was, bottle was... of that therapy? <laughs> yeah. Would, would you like the Merlot therapy or do we just go straight to the Everclear hypertherapy? We all had, we all, that would be Patty. We all had, she had our own stuff and we, oh, we just had so much fun. We would stay, we'd, I'd get there after work, like 637 and we'd go till 12 o'clock, one o'clock in the morning, stuffing envelopes, sending out letters. And so do we always have fun when we're working? Yes. yes. I think that's a reason that people want to join our group. It's also a reason people don't leave. In other <laughs> words, you think it's work, but then it turns out to be fun, you right. stay. And I if think, you think it's fun, it turns yeah, out to be work. Yeah. <laughs> My motto is let's make work fun because we want to do it and do it well. But during the pandemic kind of shook things up and things stopped. And so this is a rebirth again. It has been doing amazing things. And we're going to go pick out the tablecloths and the food Wednesday with John at the Doubletree. And I have to say, oh, John, there. those people are amazing. Oh, really? They make us look so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's wonderful. Another thing, Penny and I and my poor husband, he goes, oh, no, it's Route 66 time. Is that all you're going to talk about? This is like how like into it we were. I'm sitting at a Quakes game and I have a piece of paper and I'm writing all the sponsorships in the outfield. Oh, right. And I'm like, okay, okay. They have right. cameras now. Yes. So it's really far away. And I actually got sponsorships from people who support the Quakes. Cool and deal. the Quakes are also very lovely, wonderful people. And so I have to say this community is probably the most giving. As you heard, I moved. And this is the probably the most philanthropic community I've ever worked in. Live Well, I live slightly in my building, but uh, at work, but it's a community that gives and being a nonprofit, which Kwanis is, and I work for a nonprofit, there's also a lot of competition for people. We have a lot of people have their hands out. And I have to say, we are very blessed with what our donations that we get for this event and other things. Right. What were you going to say, Ralph? Before we talk about Route 66, I want to get back to one question that you asked in terms of the secret things that people don't know. Correct. Well, in terms of, we'll talk about Route 66 next at length. Right, okay. at length. But I want to talk about the fact that one question that many people have, whether it's at seas or wherever we're at, they ask, where does the money go? That we're mm. purchasing this, where does it go? Yeah, that was what I was going to say. It's like, yeah. what do you do that's special to, to right. generate the income? And then one of the things you said right. is that makes you want to stay a Kiwanian. Right. is that you get this feeling of accomplishment. So what are some of the things that we accomplished? That's right. At this point, this year, we gave $25,000 in community grants. What are the things about Claremont? Or what are the things about nonprofits overall? Is that small nonprofits, struggling nonprofits, are always looking for sources of funding. 
And in Claremont, there were three primary sources. The Community Foundation, which has closed its doors. And that was a major source of funding, grant funding. Okay. That no longer mm. exists. When the city decided not to fund community-based organization grants, again, that was another pot of money. That but that was a couple of years ago when budgets were... Were budgets mm-hmm. were... They were laying off people and everything, so exactly. it's a little hard to... So, you can understand. Right. Completely. Oh, no, definitely. There are nonprofits that, that really did depend on funding through the CBO. And I'm happy to hear that the city council is has reinstated the CBO grants for this coming year. That's good news right there. That is very good news. Very good news. And then the Kiwanis. We have an application period that begins in in January. It runs for the month of January. We have a very short window. And we have community groups who are applied for money. So over the years, we funded Meals on Wheels, Crossroads, the program Julie mentioned that supports women who are coming out of inca- incarceration to help them in their transition back into the community. Oh, really? That, to me, is the best. It's get out of prison, you learned your lesson, stay out of prison. Stay out of right. prison. But uh, the pressures to make that transition are, are so difficult. Like you go back to your same family, your same neighborhood, and all That's that, right. and it's not so easy. Yeah. No. But other groups of CLASP. Which we help us. We help Ability First. They have been Kiwanis. And CLASP is? CLASP is the after-school learning program. Um, and a lot of people know that. Oh, yes. Whenever you use an acronym, please spell it out for oh, those who don't know. about that. No, just so everybody knows. With the Girl Scouts of America, we contribute to the support of their l- camp here in oh, the right. Claremont yes. Wilderness. See, now people don't know that. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a fantastic opportunity for the young ladies in the area, for the girls in Absolutely. the area to go out and develop some some wilderness skill. In case you're ever being chased by a bear. A bear. Right, you never uh, know. You never know. you, you got to be prepared. Right. Also, the... Claremont School of Music. Claremont School of Music. Oh, the by the ice cream stores? That's yes, right. Yes, yes. And you need to help me out on this because I've asked to have them on as well, I think they could use a little boost. Oh, they can. And a little uh, free PR. We go to their governor concert. The it's, mayor's concert. Yeah, mayor's you. concert. I just upped it. Sorry. Yeah, the governor's next. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> and really, if we wait long enough, our He's mayor might right, turn into right. our governor. See, Who knows? I'm going to lead in for you right there. But yes. no, I, they, I've talked. Is it Michael? Yes. 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 I talked with Michael over there, and he'd like to come on. And I think he has me look at some of the YouTube videos of the performances those oh, kids put incredible. on. Oh, they're incredible. It's not even fair. Just wait a minute. <laughs> You're 15, and you can do this. I couldn't. When I was 15, I, I was worried about like, singing in the shower. I know. I was I thinking, like, it. hey, I got a tan. Check this out. And he's out there knocking out Beethoven. I'm like, yeah. Such talent. They just performed a couple Fridays, two Friday, no, two Mondays ago at the Botanical Gardens, Michael, and a little guy, I was there. No, oh, okay. Yeah. And I didn't do concerts in the park. I'm just fessing up. I went and sat down and drank some lovely wine and had a picnic. Sorry. Very cool. But after working 10-hour day, though, there you go. With kids. <laughs> yeah, you earned it. Yeah, thank you. There are a number of groups that we so provide many. funding for. Mm-hmm. As well as we fund $17,000 in scholarships to uh, graduates from Claremont High Ed and San Antonio. Really? Yeah. And one of the unique things about this is that it's the equivalent of a $3,000 scholarship. We don't give them a full $3,000 when they graduate, like many scholarship programs do. Our scholarship is spread out over four years. So that they get a portion the first year, 
once they've completed the first year, they show us their transcript, show us they're making success, they get funded the second year. Nice. And we keep on going that way. That way we maintain contact with them. And they come. And in the summertime, the students and their family come and join us for our meetings. And it's almost, you're like, oh, you get to hear all their accomplishments, which these are amazing kids. I don't know. I just love giving them money and seeing what they're doing. And right. So is there anybody you want to pick on particularly to talk about? Who's like the most amazing recipient? In other words, fr- had so fr- many though. These kids are like over, over achievers. With your scholarships, who's really oh. hit it out of the park? Okay, one that that I want to mention, Tabitha Michelle. Okay, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. In fact, she came to several concerts. She is back east, and I cannot remember Dartmouth. Dartmouth biomedical major, I believe, and she is in her oh, senior oh, one of those, year. One of those party programs, right? One of those yeah, party yeah. programs, yeah. the fluff Takers. ones that you could just yeah, coast. Yeah, and she happened to come to the concerts at the park a couple of Mondays ago, and it was so good just to see her and just to hear what she has been up to. Some incredible experiences. We have had students who have had the opportunity to go to prestigious places like Dartmouth and. Yale and Harvard and Berkeley and UCLA, but we also fund students who from San Antonio mm. who are not necessarily academically oriented, but have decided to follow a career technical path. Correct. So we offer a program similar, not at the same level of support. And we have had a couple of students, in fact, there is one, I have to backtrack a bit, who was the first student from San Antonio High School who graduated, who was accepted directly into a Cal State. She went to Cal State San Bernardino. And your guys' contribution made help make help that possible. Make that possible. Was she in Key Club? She mm-hmm. in Key Club. Those Key Club. And so again, it's helping people. And seeing the results. Yeah. It's, it's the best. Now, one of my earliest interviews was with Jessica Lee and Melissa Gaw, two teachers over at San Antonio. They had set up a podcasting course and they were like all set to do this. And I said, oh, that's who I have to have on. And what happened was they got it all set up and ready to go. And then pandemic, and it was just like gone. And I'm thinking like, oh, if you're going to slide them a few bucks next time, say, you know, under uh, the door, in a paper bag or however you hand it off. But the idea is that if you say like, and how you doing with that podcasting course? Yeah, that would be cool. Anyway, but well, no, the they, room next and, to where we met, didn't they have a green screen? Weren't they doing newscasting no. or something in no, there? Very cool. Yeah. No, and those two teachers could not be more passionate about what they're doing and what the kids they're teaching. And if you're giving them a boost, good for you. Thank you. Those two teachers, I was really taken aback. They both had the opportunity to go from San Antonio to Claremont High School because they kind of got started there because that's where you get started, I right. guess. And they said, no, we'll stay here. We like this. This is really better for us. And I thought, that's a big deal. Their graduations are amazing. They're so touching and so personal. And they come up with names for each kid. And I don't know, you're like dabbing your eyes, not. Wow. Yeah. So a great group. And I think couldn't be more deservant of your donations. Right. Totally. And our time we with Key Club. There you go. We're both the advisors to the Key Club at San Antonio. So really, th- this is n- non-trivial. Right. Now, th- this is a big deal. We invest time with San Antonio because those are the kids who need that type of personal involvement. But, and then accelerate 
in life, really. That's right. As a result. And that's what you like to see. Good for you. That is, that's like the highest recommendation of all. And, and our advisor there is amazing. Oh, yes. out of Alaska. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Out of Alaskans. Woohoo! So let's move then to the Route 66 event that you are really here to talk about. Right. Julie, you said it used to be like a beach party, and yes. now it's not. A beach party in Claremont. Come really? On. It would be more suitable to have it be like a rock climbing party <laughs> given Claremont. <laughs> I've had two staff like break ankles rock climbing. Let everybody please be safe out there for okay. doing that. Okay. But, but So tell people what it is that the Route 66 gala if you want to call it that. I like that. Is. Because you told me that it's actually not a car show of any sort. No. When you talked about the car show and we talked about cars, but no, uh, people want to go have fun. And if you want to go look at a car show that's going on in Ontario, but there's no shortage around here. There's one right today at the uh, revved up coffee. There you go. Yes. 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 Oh no. Every fourth Sunday. Oh Oh, yeah. You're right. So I've been there. Basically. I actually passed it on my way here. <laughs> oh, did you? So we basically take over the Doubletree Hotel. We have the patio where it's dining, dancing, and delicious food that I'm going to figure out on Monday. And music by the Ravelers. We always have the Ravelers. They have their own following. Well, based on the 4th of July party here, uh, quite so. Right. And they're here every year. Oh, right. yeah. And so then we have, that's our outdoor. And that patio at the double tree is beautiful and so it really sets the tone and then we have inside is casino silent mm. auction and this year we're gonna have a wine pool so you get to you jump in a pool full of wine, wine. yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. We've, we've, did, we've, 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 we're gonna drain the pool red and, <laughs> i was gonna say everybody afterwards it's i've been in the wine pool how do you know You're get a straw get <laughs> a, you, you have this merlot sort of complexion <laughs> it's the glow yeah the glow yeah we the call it the glow. glow and so it's actually that's something new that we're trying there is, and then upstairs is bingo and we're dining and i believe there's a bar upstairs downstairs in the casino and a bar out on the patio so that's where our wine is but we also have a wine pool going on and our silent auction is a big part of all the things that so what are some of the things that get auctioned off you want to share a cool thing the one i want to win the one I'm going to. There's going to be some arm wrestling going on. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. some fist fights in the yeah. party. I was going to say, yeah, best right. two falls out yeah. of three. Now <laughs> right. there's entertainment. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we had someone contribute to us two tickets on the 50-yard line to a Rams game. Nice. With it's in awesome a corp- parking. It's in a corporate box. So all the food you could eat, all the drink that you could drink, keeping it within limit, free parking. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that is just an in- incredible gift. There's also another one for a uh, weekend at a winery in Belize. Now, that's a commitment. I mean... Hey, if you're in the neighborhood, you know, yeah, might as well stop by. Right. I mean, yeah. that's the... New name for British Honduras. That's <laughs> it. And I was going to say, I'm sorry, I have to correct that. It's not a winery. It's where they make rum. Oh. oh wow. That's even that better. You just, even yeah, better. Right. Even better. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. And actually, that's right to this point because much of the, many of the countries in that area were frequented by pirates. And yo-ho-ho in a bottle uh, of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can't say yo-ho-ho in a bottle of wine. That's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. too. Sounds, a mm. bottle of Chardonnay, please. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> what kind of a pirate are you? Not a yeah. good one. Not a good it's, one. We get the earring thing, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's basically Route 66 is just a good way of saying goodbye to summer and music, food, 
dancing, casino, silent auction. You never know what you're going to pick up. Yeah, and we have some like hardcore bo- anything, bingo. But, yeah. No, please don't. And it's just, it's a fun night. And I like, my favorite part is like when I'm winning at the craps table, but like at the end of the night where everybody's outside and it's like the everybody's now calmed down. We're all sitting out there and the raffle numbers are being pulled and it's it all comes together. That, I guess maybe because I'm also the event's almost done and I'm oh. like, we're here. <laughs> I but thought I mean, you were but, talking about but, the last song with the Rattler. Oh, Everyone is just swaying, swaying in unison. Yes. You know what? I'm I mean, running around feeling. working. So the very last event we had, I snuck into the bar just to have a drink and quiet with my <laughs> husband. And my I sat down and had one sip. I think I had a sip of tequila. And my phone went off. And my husband's like, man, you never get to enjoy the event. But it's okay. It's all right. All right. I go to other events to enjoy. couple of questions. Now, the bar, do they have the ability to make a seven-layer Pousse Cafe? Okay. I don't know. But the people that run the bars are really great people. Well, because that's they, what I'm, you can... I'll ask that. Yeah, I'll ask. A seven-layer Pousse Cafe. Look that up. You'll see. It's basically a stratified drink of all different liqueurs, and it looks like red, blue, green, boom, oh. in a glass, like a black and tan, except with some serious... Okay, serious yeah. stuff. And second, so the price of admission on this is, what, 75 you said? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what does that cover? That covers everything. You get some casino dollars. Oh, you right. get a bingo card. You get all-you-can-eat food. An IV the over music. to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is Double Trees Bar, and they run those Charge bars. Yes. So bring some moolah for that if you want, but then we provide iced tea, water, lemonade, coffee, tea. There you go. Okay. Yeah, I so. just want to make sure you yeah, set expectations yeah. properly. And it's formal or you're... No, it, you're, that's the neat thing. Because you times when you, or, you can... We see a little bit of everything. Like you, It's like a casual fun event here in California. So you see shorts and Hawaiian shirts. Mm. You see a little bit of dress pants and a dress shirt. It just depends on, are they coming straight from work? Do they get a chance to change their clothes? All right. So my tutu, later hosen, and swim fin ensemble might just actually fit in. Yeah, you, would you fit know what? Right just co- come as you are. Just no. stay at the bar. <laughs> just stay at the bar. Yeah. I don't, Russ, don't, if you're going to wear that, don't make <laughs> yeah, it. Basically because the tutu bumps into everybody. And, uh, uh, it's annoying. I yeah. say, yeah, just get, get on the dance floor and you never know what's going to be in the silent auction i'm picturing you the tutu and your leader hosen one year we got a canoe do you remember were you there for the yes, canoe I, i'm like I how do i display canoe. a canoe at the double tree More we put it outside how do you we take it home or yeah. just have pictures yeah no oh, we, we have have very cool so if somebody want to go yeah, you never know you never know what's going to happen what's going to pop up so oh cool and so any other Previews on what could be the bounty to be had last year. The oh, I'm talking about this year. What can people get? No, it's going to be repeated. It's okay, going to okay, be repeated. Okay. Last year we did it online naturally because of COVID. Uh, the top grossing prize was a dessert package, where every month a dessert was provided to the winner. Win- and that dessert was either made by a Kwanian or provided by a Kwanian. Nice. Via creme or... Oh, so some high, and some high-end places. Some high-end. Yes, yes. Yeah. The person who won it, Jess, was thrilled with it. Uh, oh, Jess won it? No. no oh, oh. No. Uh, a couple in Whittier. Oh, wow. And I would, uh, my wife and I would drive that out to them when the who was responsible for that month couldn't deliver. Awesome These are serious is. desserts. These, These are, are serious yeah. desserts. This yeah. is yeah. a package of ho-hos with some good humor. <laughs> Although I would in. just 
Did we host this cupcake? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. You got to have a little squiggly on it. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. And so how does somebody get tickets? When is it going to be? How does somebody attend? Promote, sell. Our website is a great place to go. Right. And your website is? uh, ClaremontKiwanis.org. Okay, and it's all one word, no It's dash. all one word, Claremont Kiwanis, K-I-W-A-N-I-S dot org. Okay. And there is a link to purchase tickets. Now, uh, is this Eventbrite or something like that? or you uh, got, Brown paper tickets, I think. Is but it's a ticket service. Right, right. Okay, so right. good for you. And there's a QR code on our flyers, yeah. and I just, I'm going to send some of my kids from my center with flyers and right, go loiter. In the village, but or you could just go to Outside Ability first and use a QR code and get your tickets there. And where is that? Four eighty South Indian Hill. Right, right uh, not everybody hill. knows. Right. Like I- they all think it's a bank, and then I say, "This is my line." No, but I'll take your money. <laughs> Deposit your cash right here. <laughs> yes, but or, yeah, or contact us and yeah. we'll get you tickets. Yeah. Or come stop by Kiwana's lunch on Thursday at noon. Where St. Ambrose Church on uh, Corner Bonita and Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. And that church, St. Ambrose, and just a shout out to Reverend Jesse, the pastor. She is just incredible. They are doing some great things there at that church. Oh, very cool. So what else do people need to know? Do you want them to know that they maybe don't about the Route 66 thing? They don't come. They're missing out. That bottom line right there. Yeah, they're going to be crying in their beers. Right. And then all... It's like, how can you not go? All the proceeds go right back into the community. Right. And then that's one of those neat things. And it's, and it so has the, little so the tickets are a tax deductible donation to, to the extent provi- allowed by law. Correct. Because they are receiving uh, goods, so value they, in return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they need to discuss that with their account. Oh, okay. But if they buy tons of baskets and bid on things, then that's a that's Okay. Because I mean, that people look at that as a way of, okay, oh, yeah. If yeah. I'm going to, everybody donates something during the year. And if they're going to say, well, if this is something I can, this tax is deductible, that probably gets the nod over something that isn't. Right. Yeah. So the 250 that I'm going to put in for the Rams tickets which is nice poker face that that now people know what it's going to take to beat you oh Oh. (laughs) that's okay okay you know what the silent auction does get a little heated there's a couple of things that oh it doesn't stay so silent towards the end towards the end i actually carl geyser's son blocked between me and my husband, we were blocking something so I could win the bid. It's horrible. I'm horrible. When it comes to silent auctions, it's it's you, on. You're it's savage. like game off. Yeah, come on. Now to, it's all for charity, though. Well, of course. Yeah, but, yeah I do. But you still want to win. Yeah. Yeah, competitive, competitive nature I prevails. Love how, if I don't know who this person is, but gosh, why are you bidding over me? So Because yeah. whatever you bid, Right. Goes back into right. the community. I know. That's right. Yeah, you got to win it. And yeah. you guys, and the auction is just—they just take the highest paper bid, right? It's not a—it's not an outcry. You give me three, you give me four, you give me five, five. That's got about live six, auction. Six, six. We've done those in the past, but it seems those get crazy. Those, yeah, they those do. Get. They do get a little crazy. But we're going with the silent auction <laughs> because we have right now. I think Pat has about fifty baskets, mm-hmm. and we still have some more stuff coming Very on. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A couple of final questions. Then first, you have all these events that could use a little bit of PR. I'm going to ask and almost require that you tell me about all of them and come back on Claremont Speaks to promote them in advance of having them. 
Is that something we th- can agree on? I think yeah, he wants us to come with C's candy chocolate. I think he just wants hey, us for our chocolate. Woolbridge chocolate. What's your, I'll buy it. No, <laughs> I already do. There's no problem there. But I'm just saying, you guys do so much good for the community. And I just want to put the bug in your ear, the bee in your bonnet, the, the ants in your pants to yeah. say, look, we, every time we have something, we need to be on Claremont Speaks to we let people know will. about it. And for C's candy particularly, because this year we are no longer going to be at Hibbert's. 100%. Well, at this point, it, the property has been sold. It's no longer Mr. Hibbert's. He, yeah, it's a little tough for him to say, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Say, yeah, go ahead. We yeah, we'll just That's okay. We'll find a way in. <laughs> so we've got a key. We may have a new location unless the development company says, oh, continue on, which hmm. I'm not sure they will. But we may have a different location, so we'll need to publicize that. that. Either idea. way, if you're going to be there or you're not, you're invited to come back on. Okay. Okay. And for these other events that you're talking about, the ones that are better known or not, please come back on. And when you're awarding something to like the Girl Scouts or something like that, again, come back on and let people know who would, this is what we're here for. And if, even if it's a 20 minute, just little, Hey, by the way, we'll stop in and this is what we've done. I really want you to be back on. It would be Uh, neat for the scholarship committee to come say hey and yeah. announce all let's of these do that yeah, yeah. We're, i'm really here to help you do the good you do so well anyway a little better thank you that's what that's the deal is that fair enough that's fair, fair. okay fair. very cool so for this then julie ralph what would you like to have people remember most they've listened to this far what would you like them to remember most about Anything we've talked about or maybe not yet talked about on this podcast? I'm going to jump in. Go ahead. I think That's why we have the microphone. Go because ahead. Of the, <laughs> because <laughs> of the pandemic, and I know people are wanting to make a difference. Everybody wants to make an impact. Come join us. Come. We'll, Raul will buy your lunch on a Thursday. We meet every Thursday. Come meet us. Come hang out with us. Come be a part of the crazy family. And then come support us. Come to our Route 66 Take your families to the concerts in the park. I think that's... The concert in the park is fantastic. My wife literally lives right across the street on 8th Street from the park, just opens up her windows and and enjoys the music. And everybody had such a great time at the 4th of July. I think there's no reason anybody could have to not come. Right. Right. Let me echo the idea of joining Kiwanis. Since the pandemic, since January of this year, we have added, I believe, 13 new members. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. To, like two a month. Yeah, exactly. Or sometimes more. This is an opportunity for people to get involved in the community. And so what does it take? Is there a vetting process? Is it like an animal house where they show the picture and then like you put the picture up <laughs> and then one day you say, yeah, okay, bring them in. We need the dues. And then you show Flounder and everybody throws beer at him. I watched that movie, so I don't know what you're oh, talking about. No. How, did you, what? How, could How did you get this old? And not, Okay, your homework. Yes. Your homework mm-hmm. is to watch Animal House. Before I come back and talk. Yeah, That's right. since you're, and I'm going to tell you. If you have it on Route 66, because mm-hmm. it is a car, it does have a car culture type of thing. Right. If you tell me you've not watched American Graffiti. I have. Oh, okay, I have. then I you're have. okay. Okay, Because you, you said you used to put Camaro engines in I, Camaros. I, 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 did. I, did. I dropped an engine in a Camaro 87. No. 
<laughs> no, I just grew up in an auto parts store, and that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah. in, in our pre-conversation, yeah. I told Julie that had I had we met in high school, I probably would have lived and died for her. You know it's what? Like, I don't what? even think people knew well, I was doing that in I high know, school. But I, you don't want to be like, I'm the only girl working in your dad's auto parts store. It, you don't. A, a supermodel whose dad owns a bar? That's a, <laughs> that, that's an attractive date. Yeah. But uh, a, a hot girl with a pulse that could actually talk to you and her dad owns an auto parts store? Move over. I'm <laughs> <laughs> She's mine. But she knows how to drop a transmission. Yeah. Cherry no, picker is very helpful. You know, yes. Yeah, just out of curiosity, big block or small block? It's been a while. I think we went big block. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. My dad could get... You know what's really funny is that you grow up and your dad's dealing with auto parts and I was a delivery girl. I never paid for anything for my car to be fixed. I never paid for tires. You move away and you're like, oh. This yeah. stuff is expensive. Freaking expensive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I'm like, Dad, a funny story. They drilled our gas tanks in the vans down at the center. And I call to have a repair. And the guys, are, they don't make these anymore. And I said, okay, I'm calling my dad. And I said, if my dad can get it, can't he's, yeah, do it. Got on the phone. My dad had one in 20 minutes. He's like, it's coming in from Arizona. We're going to, we got you hooked up. Yeah. He's a car guy. There he's, you go. Yeah. Thank goodness. Thank you. Thank you, dad. Save the day. The kids got to go on a trip. So very cool. Well, then racing. you've not only given me the thing you'd like people to remember, but Raul, you also said, told me what you'd like to have people do. Those are the, usually the two things I like to wrap up on. Is there anything else you'd like to tell Claremont before we go? We so appreciate the support of Claremont. We really do. We, you can feel the love at the concerts, sees candy. We are supported. It's so much fun to watch the little kids during the pancake breakfast. Yeah, that's. I, I, and I wanted to bring this up that the pancake breakfast, I go there for a couple of reasons. One, there's the brow <laughs> and, and then, and there's also the sausage, which is oh, exquisite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it is beyond the networking event of the season. I can tell, and I sit down, I wear my very stylish Claremont Speaks t-shirt, and I look around, there's like half the people there have already been guests on the show. <laughs> you have Steve Lanusa, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Guest on the show. Yeah. Huh? Jennifer Stark, guest yes. on the show. show. Then Adam Peary shows up with his entourage, guest on the show. And so everybody comes over and sits down. And But the cool thing is that I see so many guests and I try to get them to talk other people into being guests. Right. So I'm going to rely on you guys to say, hey, this went pretty well. You should be a guest too. Very definitely. It's pretty painless. Well, pretty I, painless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good deal. And that's, so that's the capper you'd like to tell Claremont. Yes. They're not being from here and spending my last 13 years here. I love it. It's a great community. So if they I could mean, have even if it's not if, on the coast, it's okay. I was just going to say, <laughs> if they could move Claremont to the beach, now I know. Like, you'd never even leave yeah. your front yard. When you drive up Indian Hill, this part makes me not miss home. It reminds me of downtown a little bit when you're going towards the Santa Barbara Bowl, but they are just... Like I said, I've, I'm 30 years in Santa Barbara. People are snooty. People are mean. People will step over other people. Here, people actually care. People have heart. People are so supportive. And I think I read somewhere that this is the, we have the largest per capita of nonprofits. So like the, people are just philanthropic. People are just good people. So it's nice to be a part of that. Yeah, that people actually care. Because what's the flip side? It's like everybody hates everybody and mm -hmm. doesn't do anything for anybody. And for that, we have Facebook. But it's it's. I didn't know Claremont even existed until I interviewed for the job, honestly, because I'm not from this area. And I got here and I was like, oh, I like this. So, Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys do so much to keep Claremont 
and I'm going to coin a term that Jennifer Stark used one night at the at the council meeting. You do so much to maintain Claremont's Claremontiness. Oh, that was her. Uh, her I like that. That, yeah, that sounds that's yeah, Jennifer. Yeah, yeah, sure. And she says that yeah, I just she because she was talking about something and didn't want to have Claremont lose its Claremontiness. And I thought, okay, I'm going to keep that one in the in reserve. But so, I mean, you guys do so much to keep Claremont what it is and what everybody likes and aspires to have in Claremont that I just had to have you on and I can't thank you enough for finally coming on. Thank you. We appreciate the invitation. My honor and I think to everyone's a delight who listens. Julie, Raul, thank you for coming on and Claremont, thank you for listening and I hope you'll be here next time when Claremont Speaks.